And Veronica, who would you have voted for? I my vote would have been for Joe as well. Because he's sat here right now. No. <laughs> no. She doesn't like we were doing an interview earlier and they said, What was your favourite seaside runways? And she named everyone but mine. Oh my god. And tears. Savage. Divina and I'm Ricky and welcome to Fierce Slay Talk, a decamp podcast where we'll be catching up with some familiar faces from the drag world and beyond whilst delving deeper into the obstacles life has thrown at them in the journey of becoming fabulous. So shall we begin? In a Drag Race episode shocker, Veronica has sadly left the competition because of the nasty Miss Corona. And then we had the juicy carrot that is Joe Black dangled in front of our faces only to have him sashay away again for a second time. But all that means that we are lucky enough to have two gorgeous girls on the podcast today uh, joining us. Welcome, Veronica and Joe. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) How are we both coping? All right, yeah. 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 I mean, Lines. Miss yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm I mean, I'm I got through the episode quite well actually. I I prepared myself for that moment and then it went by so fast. I was like, okay, now I'm a viewer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same. I mean, it's a savage savage world, isn't it? One day you're in, next you're sat on the pavement looking through the window. <laughs> Why am I not there anymore? I, I, I just waited out on the street until they asked me back in. Yeah, there was no point in you going home, was there? No, I just spent seven months just sat outside the studio like, woo! So, Veronica, how does it feel now that the, the episode is actually out? Well, it's nice to to now be able to address the rumours because having to delete every comment of Miss Rona 2020 um, and... Or COVID queen. <laughs> I was like, oh, delete, 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 delete. Whereas now I can wear it with pride. Along yeah. With my badge. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't, I just let them talk me, dear. I just ignore it all. All of this shenanigans. I just let them talk. That's the best way. Partly because then also it's better for the algorithm. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're still <laughs> learning how the news. internet works. I am still learning how the internet works. I, I, I've, I got called out on Twitter the other day for replying to a tweet that was sent two days ago. <laughs> all, the ki- all, the ki- all the kids were laughing at me. Oh. <laughs> I oh. mean, listen, it happens. It happens. I shouldn't worry about it. Twitter is the wild west, I think, of the internet space. And at the moment, I'm loving it. I'm slinging guns left, right and centre. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Piss off, you bastard! Just Fuck off! Getting everyone told. <laughs> I saw that really good one um, from you the other day. Oh, what a great opinion. Here's what I'm going to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely one of the better ones. Davina's oh, having I a nice week. Oh, I, I'm like, I don't know about you two, but lockdown... 3.6892410 is like not the one for me. I'm now <laughs> where so many people were at the beginning, bored, frustrated, yeah. a little bit angry at the world. And so like Twitter, I am just 
setting people on fire on there at the moment, <laughs> just quite happily burning the stakes. Oh yeah, I feel I feel like tea or coffee. I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is busy. She's busy. Veronica, so so back to the com- to the competition. What were your initial thoughts about not being able to complete the competition then after the after that break? Oh gosh, my initial thoughts was when I got the the positive COVID test results. I, I did I did I burst into tears and I I cried for about three days, maybe oh. a little bit more. It was it was rough oh, because man. it was just I, I had a I had a tough year. I had the time of my life on Drag Race that that was cut short. Then coming back to this new world where the entertainment industry was on the brink of collapse. No, nothing was happening. All my gigs were gone. I couldn't even go to work front of house in the theatre because the theatres were shut. Mm, yeah. And just everybody around me didn't seem to know what to do, people who were in the industry. And I felt helpless. So I spent the good portion of that seven months, if I'm being honest and frank, in a depression. It was not a fun time. So I got myself back in gear to go back on to, to go back to the show. And then for that to happen two days before we were due to go back, it, it was just, it was the icing on the, that shit cake of 2020. Right. That was a real kick while you were down. Yeah. The most articulate description of the year I've heard yet. Yeah. yeah. So, Go, go back to my episode for decorating that birthday cake. That's why I thought of 2020. <laughs> that good, huh? <laughs> so both of you, though, how prepared were you to return? You know, so uh, Joe first, how prepared were you to return? Well, Did I you... wasn't. I, yeah. wish I'd had the, I wish I'd had the seven months, uh, but I didn't. I had three weeks. And by this point, I had, um, I had actually sold some of my runways. Because, you know, times were tough. Mm. I didn't have a lot of room in the house. I needed to make some money. So I was like, oh, these ones like, you know, you know, obviously in every season they do the family resemblance. You know, both those costumes were gone and a couple of others were gone. And because it was like, well, I'm not going to use them. I photographed them now. Yeah. Um, I just needed to make some money. And then suddenly going, oh, shit. Uh, and having to, to, to get all the stuff back again. Also, also, you know, incidental kind of challenge thing. That <laughs> um, they have to be replaced. A few high street stores were open though, weren't they? Yeah, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I did love your seaside look as well, though, because I looked at, I saw that on Instagram before I saw it on the show uh, this morning. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, Veronica, you've been busy, obviously, with interviews. You both have since last night. Um, and the Gay Times reported today that you might not accept the invitation to go back um, and compete again. Is that true? What is true is that I um, <laughs> have, a, have a couple more days to decide. And um, I am mulling it over and uh, squeezing every little bit of juice out of that orange that I can. Well, yeah, if you're not, then I am available currently. So, <laughs> <fine. laughs> so, uh, Davina, I would say that the, the second time you go in doesn't, in my experience, tend to work out as well. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, second thoughts, I'll not bother. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, talking about it being the second time, this is the third time you've been with us, Joe. Are you sick of us yet? 
No, that's what I could, I only went back so I could come back and do that. <laughs> so you could do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was it. it. Makes... I, was like, I just need to find a way to get your attention. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> no, it's, um, you know, of course I was going to go back, you know. And people kept saying, would you go do an All Stars or whatever? And I said, well, you know, if that call comes, but obviously I'd already had that call um, to go back into the same <laughs> season. Um, but, right. you know, not sure third time's the charm, but. I'm quite happy with my two brief guest appearance. <laughs> a little cameo, little cameo appearance. And then off she goes again. Um, well, it was quite heavily rumoured that you were going to be returning to the competition. And you, of course, had to sit on that for quite a while, didn't you? So what was that like? Uh, frustrating because everyone's going, you know, the people that don't know the rumours are on Instagram going, I really wish we could see more of you. They should bring you back. And then other people are commenting going like, don't worry, we haven't seen the last of you, have we? <laughs> Ignoring both of them like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to tell some people, yes, I'm going to come back and I can't go yes to the ones that are like, we haven't seen the last of you. Um, so that's quite something. And it was so strange, obviously, spending most of that seven months going, my drag race journey is done and coming to terms with that and then having to like, I'm not a particularly competitive person. So uh, to gear back up into the, 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 the headspace of going into the competition, because I had, I was like, cool, I was gone. This is what happened. This is how I feel. And then having a whole new load of emotions, just mm. boop. <laughs> of course. What was it? It must have been really nice when you went back to have so much support in the workroom, being nominated so many times. Um, and then actually what was quite funny is then one of them always realised, I can't remember which one, that actually you've been quite tough competition, so that might have been a mistake. Um, but yeah, oh, lots of love there in the room for you, definitely, wasn't there? Did that feel good? Oh, it felt amazing. You know, I didn't, when I found out how the, the method of going back in was going to go, uh, you know, you have to resign yourself to the fact that you may not get any votes. So I was like, if that happens, I will say thank you. Uh, you know, lovely to pop back. I've worn an elephant costume, so I was I was, you know, I was delighted, um, <laughs> delighted with, with with the result. But you know, I didn't I didn't expect it. And Veronica, yeah. who would you have voted for? I my vote would have been for Joe because he's as well. here right now. No, <laughs> no. She doesn't like. We were doing an interview earlier, and they said, "What was your favourite seaside runways?" And she named everyone but mine. <gasps> oh my god! And tears. Savage. Oh yeah, savage. no. You you can tell from me that I was not going in there to be Miss Congeniality. Like I've won that title a few times. I wasn't going to win it on Drag Race. I was no. like, I want to win Drag Race. Not... <laughs> and I think you would have if COVID hadn't struck you down. <laughs> oh, now, I don't know. It's a bit early to say that. How um, <laughs> we're getting a bit spicy right now. How did you feel watching it back that an ASOS jacket was acceptable but a, for a runway and a H&M dress for a, you know, what could have been just a mini challenge, nothing that, you know, not important, that that was not acceptable? I mean, it's sort of a, an unspoken rule, isn't it, that the, the challenge looks uh, do not have to be couture. Um, that was my, my understanding of the situation. So, of course, all my energy went into the runways. Uh, as you know, the, the, I was so happy with that runway. Um, and also, me, me of all people being given pop. Pop, what am I going to do? Uh, so I was like, wait, what do pop people do? They wear pink dresses, short pink dresses. Uh, that was my like my my mind with it was like, right, I'll get a, a short pink dress, 
that will do. That's pop. That's what pop people do, isn't it? Um, and also, I don't think they, they knew that was ASOS, whereas I think I might have made the mistake of outing myself. Ah, uh, oh, yeah. You tell, if you tell any of those people working there what's what, you're in trouble. Bianca told us she made that really clear. Don't tell them anything. Um, oh, God, I wish I'd spoken to Bianca before bloody going in. Yeah, she honestly, she's <laughs> a smart cookie. She knows exactly what the deal is. What did you? What were your thoughts on that, V? I, I want to know what you were thinking watching it. Well, my my personal opinion on it was um, that I I didn't mind it because because I'd brought like stuff myself that was <laughs> that was um, not couture. So um, I, I think from my point point of view, though, it was a styling thing. Like uh, if I I I agreed with a horror on a lot of things about. Astina, um, I I felt that um, Astina's looked great, but in in person, um, I felt it, it it didn't it didn't look styled enough. Um, watching it back though, I can completely understand how I was completely in the wrong. Um, and I thought I thought I, I thought it worked well for the runway, but in person, I I, I wasn't buying what she was selling. Um, but but I don't have a problem with with. Uh, off the rack going down the runway as long as as long as you can make it look like it's not yeah i mean i do to be honest i have a problem with off the rack on stage kind of full stop but for me there's a conversation about the level of expectation and the level of um commitment that is required to this particular show that is not required for any other show. And the expectation is so much higher for, let's be honest, a pin badge. (laughs) (laughs) Britain's Got Talent, do you have to come with 36 different outfits to win a hundred thousand pounds? No. No. Do you have to do that for X Factor? No. Do you have to do that for The Voice? No. And yet the expectation for Drag Race is that not only will you be immensely talented, an incredible makeup artist, a wig stylist, a comedian, a, a, a lip sync assassin, you also have to have spent realistically thousands of pounds. Because even if you're making everything yourself, just buying the goddamn fabric and stones is expensive. Like buying an a, a cheap lace front wig is you're still talking forty quid. Well, that is not cheap. So, you know these, and then seven months in, are we really going to be having this conversation about something that was not a runway uh, outfit? And I thought for Joe Black, I thought that was a great pop Joe Black outfit. Yeah. I just I just wore what I thought pop people did. Dear. So as as <laughs> as you as you well know, Davina, um, um, everything is quite vague, and I um, I, I think it's and I've said this a couple of times. I think the, the expectations for everything, if everything needs to be couture, some of those things may are just incidental. You're in the background, you're doing something mm. outfit. I don't understand how anyone can be expected to have every single possible situation covered for every possibility especially working in a group 
that's for me as well. That's, you know, a big part of this is the only reason the frock destroyers looked cohesive was because I had nearly all of those pieces with me. So it just happened that I had lots of black pieces that you could go, okay, we can rearrange this like this and that can go here and you can wear that. And But if you're asking four people to have magically appeared with outfits that all complement each other, that's just insane. That's not going to happen. So it, I don't, I don't think that that's fair to judge people on that at all uh, in that instance because you you haven't got the tools to do that. If you're given a colour scheme and they say, right, a red pop princess outfit. <laughs> I'm going to say a red wig and a silver dress. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's your challenge in, uh, that's one of the runways for series three. <laughs> I wore the red wig for you in uh, the Rats musical. I loved it. I loved it. So anyway, that's, I've said my piece about that. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you really on. think, Davina? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't hold back. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with you because like we some some people aren't coming from a lot of money. Like my budget was zero, and I had to borrow money from mm. my fiance, and then I made half of my stuff myself. So, like you say, buying the fabric, buying the the stones and everything, and then putting it all together in four weeks. It's impossible to get things to the level you want them to be, but 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 then people don't they don't see the the work and the effort that goes into making something look couture. Yeah, but also like if 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 I could magic if I could click my fingers and every single challenge mini challenge as well as the runways could all look couture, of course I would do it. <laughs> Yeah. Of course, you know, <laughs> if, I had the, if I had the ability to do it, of course I'd go and someone would have magically appeared with a beautiful, amazing Eurovision outfit. But that's just not the reality, is it? No. That's it, yeah. And of course, it's so, um, not only is the, is the look an awful lot of work. Um, last night we were talking about the whole performance. So you got to work with MNEK, um, which was amazing. You said yourself so you're not really a pop queen. So how, how did you feel then when you were about to, about to work with him? Was that a lot of pressure? Um, I was just, you know, what's po as you know, what is current pop for me is Sophia Lispector. <laughs> yes. It was what, there was two things that I was scared of on Drag Race, and that was sewing and pop groups and lo and behold i come back <laughs> and we are told um it's one of those like oh because i'm not a dancer <laughs> mostly what i do is i stand still um or i sit down <laughs> do, do you know what i mean like i'm yeah. behind a piano or i'm i'll maybe walk from side to side while holding a microphone you know i barely yeah. pick up the pace you know what i mean i'm sat there doing my miserable german cabaret numbers uh it's 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 a very different energy uh <laughs> to, to a pop yeah. group though i'm glad i've done a pop group now i don't know if i'll do one again <laughs> um but i'm glad i've done it once veronica do you um that would have been a challenge that you probably would have really enjoyed um and excelled at wouldn't you god i would have loved to have done that challenge nobody else sang i would have i would have stood out instantaneously definitely and davina you've worked with mnek -E what was it like uh, it was great working with M&EK. Um, honestly, at the time, I had no idea who he was. Because, I, I mean, I just don't know who people are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I think I don't know. Who is she? Kind of the who He's a producer. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he's he's sort of come a bit more to the fore with, oh my God, oh my God, it's feeling just begun. Hasn't he? But other than that, like, I didn't really know who he was. So I was just like, oh, this is a really cute, calm, sexy guy. Okay, great. You're here. Yeah. I love nice. his look. Yeah. He's really cool, but isn't he? In terms of what he did, not a clue. Um, <laughs> I knew that he'd made music. Like, I yeah. did know that. But other than that, I, did, I couldn't have yeah. told you a track or... Yeah. Um, I've just got to say something. When you said you about, oh, yeah. about, about loving uh, MNEK's look, something that someone pointed out to me and I didn't clock. So Michelle said, uh, my, what was it like, my, my horrible fingerless Fagan gloves. Did you clock what MNEK was wearing? Yes. And yes. it just sort of slides the hand <laughs> under the desk. <laughs> yes. That yeah. was very funny. You've got to pick a pocket <laughs> or two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now the two of you are kind of a bit different in the way that people reacted to you um you know in terms of the other contestants because joe everyone was like here's the competition and yet somehow veronica you'd seem to fly under the radar um i mean i obviously knew who you were and like we've had a bit of kind of back and forth of sending work to each other. Can you do this? Can you do that? Blah, blah, blah. So I knew who you were and I knew how good you were. Um, so I found that, I mean, I may have also suffered slightly from this myself, um, which again, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? I've been here for 15 years and I've been on more TV shows than any other fucker, like any other fucker in a dress who is not actually a woman. Uh, for the last 10 years. So, you know, what did that feel like? Because you were consistently underestimated all the way through. It, it, it was this, It was really strange because I just, I mean, like watching it back uh, and seeing me be portrayed as this, this drag fan who has just sort of wandered <laughs> on set <laughs> going, I'm such a fan of yours. Oh my God, I'm all, I'm so in awe. And, you know, I don't know why I'm even here. Um, that kind of edit. I was like, where did that even come from? <laughs> um, so yeah, that it was news to me when when uh, when Tia turned to me one day and said, "You know we're the underdogs, right?" And I went, "What? <laughs> I've got a badge." <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, we are." And I was like, "I was like, I don't understand. I've won one." So it, it was just it was just little things like that, little nits nitpick things that just sort of sent me over the edge and. I mean, I do, ha I do, ha I do struggle with um, wanting to be wanting approval from peers. I think oh that's God. something that is a is a is a bad side to me. To be fair, but that comes with t you know a bullied childhood and somebody who went into an industry where you're constantly being rejected and constant failure. You you just want you just want the recognition that you feel you deserve. So sometimes that that side does come out of me where it's like, why don't you love me? <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a little bit embarrassing, really, uh, at times. But but I did feel like I, I did I did genuinely feel like people just were like, well, she'll she'll be the next to go, not, if not her, Tia. <laughs> one of them's going next every um, every week. I mean, Veronica, I must say that I had actually heard of you before the what you walking in. Well. I, the, uh, a lot I, of people had. 
uh, yeah, and all I, what so I, I don't knew know where about came you, from. what I knew about you was all people said is just Veronica Green is incredible. Uh, that 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 was the the discourse and the conversation I had heard. So my impression of you was like, oh, everyone says they're incredible. I mean, but then again, I wasn't there long enough to. Yeah, uh, you didn't. You didn't get. You weren't there long enough to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so you still don't know who I am. <laughs> we won't know when you came back. <laughs> That's it. So Ver- Veronica, also last night, of course, not only um, did we find out that you weren't returning to the competition, we also got to see a little bit of what you guys have all been up to during lockdown as well. Um, how how have you coped with that? Oh, gosh, yeah, that that was a, a journey. That was a ride, wasn't it? Um, I think my year was not great. And I, I think it's really, really important, actually, that that footage was included because I sent them a bunch of stuff throughout the whole year. But but my journey into sort of a, a, a cycle of depression in the summer, um, I, I, f- I felt a bit ashamed that I didn't have as much footage, as much happy footage to send them. <clears throat> but they told me to send the stuff anyway. And I'm really, really glad that it's been included because I feel like so many people have gone through the same journey over the summer. Um, and it's nice to not feel alone. I felt alone for a while. And even when, even when my fiance, oh, he's here now. Um, even when, <laughs> even, in, I'm just in a podcast in. at the moment. No, no, don't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's more than welcome. Come in, how join rude. us. How rude! How rude! How rude! Um, yeah. So, um, so even, um, even having him by my side and helping me through it, I, um, I still felt. Uh, alone and I think it's important for for people to know that they're not and that there are other people going through this it's it's a worldwide pandemic and and we all need to support each other and help each other and and yeah I'm I'm glad that it's it's out there it was nice to see the progression throughout the episode and that you are in a a nice supportive environment with your um with your partner and obviously as 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 it gets to the end of the episodes and you're out and about a lot more so it's nice to see kind of like you uh the progression with you it's just a real shame that we didn't get to see you obviously come back and and uh and fight for the crown i know it's it's such a such a shame but you know once i got over the the disappointment and the sadness i I could then cheer the other queens on and you know i'm not I'm not in that group of queens now anymore. They they can fight for the crown and 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 if if I accept the offer, then I'll 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 go and win season three. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes, we like so, that. So, um, we already know Joe who you would have played for Snatch Game. Um, but we we haven't found out who Veronica would have played. So, who? What were your choices for the old Snatcheroo? So one of my choices for Snatch Game was going to be uh, Hilary DeVay from Dragon's Den. Love that. But I actually... Oh, yeah. I, I, I think Veronica, she's... We could have... If, if you had done Hilary and I had done Tallulah Bankhead, we would have sounded ever so similar. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It'd have been like another, like, double chips going down the runway, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Who was the, the, the most roughest husky-voiced woman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry to, to interrupt you there. It just occurred no, no, to me as as Davina did the impression, I was like, <laughs> I love Hilary Devay. I think she's hilarious. And you, you could have just changed wig each time. It could have just been an even worse black wig every single 
like three every question just all right yeah well i've got my pallets down here and now we're coming through in a minute i think she's hilarious terrifying but hilarious so who else would it have been uh another choice of mine was jesse j i uh i I, I thought i could have done that um big fans of of jesse j and michelle and rue (laughs) oh are they oh thanks for telling me Okay, that's off the table now. <laughs> they may have spoken about it on a podcast. So we've got um, a little Eurovision quiz in yeah. celebration of last night and, of course, your Eurovision fandom anyway. There's been loads of quest- loads of uh, comments about, you know, potential Eurovision things, which, of course, I can't comment on whether it's true or not because I want people to talk. Um, so, start of the Eurovision quiz contest. Which country hosted the first ever Eurovision Song Contest in 1956? Joe. Oh, uh, Sweden? No, Veronica. Germany. No, Switzerland. Both of you have failed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. The second question is how many times has the UK won at Eurovision? And there are actually bonus points if you can name the artist and the songs as well. Did Lulu win one? So we've got, hang on, let's have a look how many times. One, two, three, four, five. So I think we've won five times. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you know what? I just said the answer. I was, well I done, you. you off well done. I considered <laughs> cutting you off, but I thought, no, let, let him give it away. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> so, so, that's a, so that's a Veronica Christ. point. Oh, Bucks Fizz. And who's, and you, there's another lady who gets wheeled out every Pride event. And has done ever since. Oh, can I answer this one? Yes. Oh, I know who that. Go on, you go. <laughs> Katrina and the Waves. Katrina. There you oh, go. You yeah. Remember the track? <laughs> no, no, like fuck to her. <laughs> love shine a light in every corner of our heart. Let the love light carry. <laughs> when I did Chester Pride, she was one of the headliners along with Mark Almond. Oh, wow. I mean Mark Almond, yes. Yeah. He, he was very camp. He was yeah, I, can imagine. I walked past him backstage and he said, hello, you, you, you look fun. Can I have a photo with you? <laughs> and then he just put it up on his you Instagram and then Annie Lennox commented and just said, fab, Mark. Oh, my God. I was like, well, that was a good day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> OK, next question. Before 2020, how many times has the Eurovision uh, been forced to cancel? Joe. Four? Mm. Veronica. Once. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Wait, didn't COVID stop it? Yeah, before 2020. Oh, Damn it. I was trying to be clever and thinking, okay, that it's only GCSE thing, isn't it? What's mm, the question? Yeah. All right. That's it. So the next question is ABBA won Eurovision in 1974. What was the song? Was it Waterloo? Yes, it was. <laughs> Italy. Italy boycotted the tent. To- oh. Italy boycotted it's quite difficult to say that Italy boycotted the contest in 1981 why? was it something to do with a gay singer? Joe what do you think? I was going to say was it something to do with the homosexuals? <laughs> no the 
they were very, very rude. And they said that they thought nobody was interested in Eurovision anymore and that it was old fashioned. Not Italy of all places. So do any of you guys remember which year Graham Norton took over from Terry Wogan in the commentary box? No. <laughs> do you want to guess? No. Uh, 2008. <clears throat> Oh, close. 2006. <laughs> oh, 2009. Oh, 2009. Joe, you were really close then. I yeah. Think, yeah, that's very good. Which Australian very singer represented the UK in 1996 with Ooh, Ah, Just a Little Bit? Gina G. Yes, correct. Yes. Well done. And Joe's like, I'm not fighting for this. Let's <laughs> win. No, I could have finished the lyrics of the song. Uh, I still love that song <laughs> So do you Either of you queens know which singer Was due to represent the UK in 2020 Um The Frock Destroyers No sadly not <laughs> No yeah. I don't know the answer to this No okay he's called James Newman And who is the famous Relative of James Newman Randy Newman. No, but good game. Good answer, yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, who Newman? I don't know. Thomas Newman? So it is jo- the singer John Newman uh, is a famous John relative. Newman. So at the end of the Eurovision contest questionnaire supremo, the winner is... Veronica Green. Veronica Green! Green. You won! (laughs) Yeah, you smashed it with the whole British one. I mean, especially when I get, you know, give you a little hint about the answer. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. One, two, three, four, five. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't thinking there at all. So um, one of the cool things that we've got to do with you guys leaving the competition each week is get some questions um, from people off of social media as well. Um, So a question for you, Veronica, from Twitter, from Ems. Um, What would you have worn for this runway? And what? And also, did you have a verse planned? Um, No, I didn't have a verse planned. Um, I've got I've got a few sort of like, yeah, I I, I was just I was just going to go with the flow, I think, with that. Um, and as far as my outfit's concerned, um, I I don't want to say what my outfit was going to be. About <laughs> <laughs> to use it again next year in season yeah, two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Do you remember when I said I was good at dodging difficult questions? <laughs> Fuck that one up, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for category is a day in a slightly different seaside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Bournemouth before. They've got Eastbourne now. Oh, oh, it hurts. I'm going to be sick. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, my goodness. Joe, from Rivalar. Are you glad you came back and were you shocked by Rue's rant? I'm very glad I came back. I um, I, I like being my, my, my current uh, 
track record of being just somewhat of a guest player in Drag Race is quite nice. And again, I didn't realise uh, such a simple dress could evoke such emotion. So I think, <laughs> you know, I came back merely to 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 really open up the, 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 the Pandora's box of emotions. And you certainly did that. <laughs> you, did, you did, you really did. Uh, Veronica, Lauren would like to know, what do you know now about Drag Race and are you excited to return for the next series? Are you, dre- are you dreading it or a bit of both? Um, well, I think, that, I think I've learned a lot from the experience that while you're there, there's no reason for you to get in your own head. Don't try to think of uh, where storylines are going and, and where your place is in the competition because what I know now is that there's there's lots of different options on the table, and it's not going in a in one. It, it feels like things are going in one direction when actual when actually they're they're, they're exploring several avenues. So that's something that I I would uh, keep in mind. Uh, should I go back for season three? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, bye, bother. Veronica, has anyone ever told you you would have been amazing in PR? (laughs) In PR, in a politician, perhaps. (laughs) Brilliant. Pure, this is pure magic. I love it. Oh, God. Stuart wants to know how we feel about a millionaire shouting at artists to spend more money at a time where most of us have been out of work for seven months. <laughs> Do you want to take that one, Joe? <laughs> Ooh, we should play a bit of tennis, okay? <laughs> to Veronica, go on, smack it back at me. Smack it back at me, Veronica. <laughs> Boop! Oh, I'm caught um, I mean, you don't have to answer. You don't have to answer any I'm, questions if you don't want to. I would, I, I would like to say again, um, the power of a simple high street dress that can bring a millionaire to your fury. Um, I think it's something to behold, isn't it? Yeah. This is from River Most Island. <laughs> in the bin! Get in the bin! <laughs> Uh, guys, and a question for each of you. How do you both feel watching it all back now? Oh, I, I love it. I, I think it's so it's so hilarious. The the good, the bad, the ugly, the best bits, the worst bits of me, and just the series in general. It's 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 great to watch. Yeah, I love it. Good, excellent. Jay, what about yourself? Um, I'm I'm i uh, you know, I, I had to gear myself up for what I knew was gonna happen in episode one. And then yeah. I got to sit back and really enjoy episodes two, three, and four. Uh, knowing what happened in five and i'm just i'm i'm so happy now that i'm just gonna sit back i'm gonna watch it every thursday cheer on all of these fucking amazing people and uh yeah i i, I can't even remember what the question was i was just thinking about how glad i am to no longer <laughs> be worried about being here. Um, <laughs> um, but i'm glad i gave it a shot um yeah. i wouldn't say it was necessarily for me um but I'm, I'm i'm glad i did it despite feeling like i didn't um i don't fit the the the, the brand uh particularly well i still went there and did me and i was really happy for that but uh if they do ask for an all-stars i think i might have to to kindly decline and give it to somebody that really really works for the franchise because i tried my best 
I tried my best. I came in and did my thing, and I was authentically me. But um, I, I, I think there comes a time <laughs> when you have to admit that maybe it's not the right platform for you. But I went in with a good attitude, I think. I went in there and did my best and was polite and nice and took the criticism. Yeah. And, well, because you are. Um, yeah. Has uh, Magenta would like to know, has H&M been in contact yet? What were you saying about the, the franchise is not for you? <laughs> no, I didn't say H&M wasn't. <laughs> I love it. Yes, this is what we like to say. Were, they were sliding into my DMs this morning. I think they were egged on by ASOS uh, because um, H&M hadn't replied to me. But ASOS said, hey, H&M are clearly not listening, but we're here if you want to talk. <laughs> oh my god and I then H&M it. replied and said you know we are here we just scroll Joe broke our Twitter so we're just scrolling through everything yeah. at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so you've definitely made an impact in your short revisit haven't you Why, Joe? no you really have <laughs> um, oh another question for you guys um, and uh, it's for Veronica sorry how did you get the Medusa headpiece to stay on uh, and apparently this fan needs the headpiece herself as well oh well uh so lots and lots of gaffer tape around my head and that helped to create like a suction between my head and the foam piece and it wouldn't move like literally because it looked like it was a little wobbly but it, it took forever to get that off my head wow what you actually just gaffered it to your head kind of yeah yeah okay yeah because the, the head piece itself was secure but I was afraid of falling over on the runway. Uh -huh. So I was like, no, if I fall, yeah. this thing ain't coming off. Wow. I'm not doing a Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chanel. Chanel! Chanel! <laughs> now, Veronica from Richie. Will we see more of the humour and less of the competitive queen on the next series? If you're going to be there. Oh, well, if, if, if I was to accept this hypothetical, if I was to hypothetically accept this offer and go back onto season three, I would be pretty much the same person. I'm a very competitive person. Competitive spirit comes out of me. And if you don't like it, you're not one of my fans. Love that. Love that. Nice. I said it in my Meet the Queens. I said it in my Meet the Queens. I'm the most competitive you did, person you did. I know. You did. So, Veronica, what is next for you? Tell us. What can we expect to see from you? <laughs> well, what <laughs> next for me? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled and your ears open. Um, and keep paying that TV license. Yeah. <laughs> um, but besides um, some hypotheticals, um, I I, did, I am actually doing the the drag race thing of releasing some music. Actually. Nice, nice. Tell us about that. But it's it's going to be a little bit different. It's um, I'm going down. I'm going back to my musical theatre roots. So it's a very theatrical, some theatrical music. Yeah. Love that. Excellent. So when, when, when is that out? That is going to be out. There isn't a date yet, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's in the very, very near future. 
just because there are a few hypothetical things on my plate at the moment. <laughs> there isn't a date set, but it's but it is coming soon, and it, and it will be it will be released. So yeah, watch out. Uh, cannot wait for that for you, Joe. You're touring, aren't you, this year? Hopefully, September. Hopefully, yeah. September. This is exciting. Yeah, so that's very good. And I've, today, this morning, I have just released the Joe Black Gin. Ooh. Wow! I've, I've, I now okay. have my own gin, limited edition, and uh, I got the the. I was getting some updates from the company that are, are sorting it all out and stuff, and we've nearly sold out of half of all of it within a few hours. Our entire stock. Wow! wow. So that was that was great news to receive today. That's amazing. It's so named after the tour, awesome. so it's the Deco Punk Gin, and the tour is Deco Punk. Um, just like steampunk, but Art Deco, that's the joke. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that gin's out today. Amazing. And Veronica, I'm going to be really cheeky. Do you think we can steal you for another uh, episode of Fierce Slay Talk at some point? I think you can, absolutely. We would love to speak to you again and delve a bit deeper into Veronica Green. Yeah, like uh, you can delve as deep as you like. <laughs> <laughs> wow well you heard it here everyone she's ready and open <laughs> she was indeed... deep I didn't say it was open <laughs> <laughs> so Joe we know that you're the Mr. Joe Black on uh, Twitter love that and then Veronica are you Veronica Green on everything uh, so yeah it's Veronica Queen with spelled Q-W-E-E-N yeah, if you just remember that it's spelt with a W, the wanky way. Yeah. Veronica <laughs> Quanky Ween. Ween. Right. <laughs> quanky <laughs> Ween. I don't want a Quanky Ween. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so much fun. I don't think I've laughed it's this much amazing. in ages. Really, really joyful. Thank, Thank you. I can't you wait so for much. you to come back and talk to us again. It's going to be great. Yeah, I've had a lovely time. Thanks so much for having <laughs> me. Too, yeah. Thank you for having us. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. This has been Fierce Slay Talk. You can join us on our journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Fierce Slay Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us going on. We could talk for hours. And if you enjoyed the show, let your friends know. Go on, spread the word. Be sure to review the podcast as well. Till next time. You want it. You got it. I won't hold back. Come snatch it, come take it. All yours right off the rack. No wanting, no waiting. You shake me down, you touch it, you taste it. Come take me here and now. Try it and buy it at the top of the stack. Bag it and snag it, no need to attack. Instant and present, hit go and play back. Right now, right now. Take it and tame it, walk me to the door. Have it and hold it, you only want more. Live it and love it, you got it, it's yours. Right now, right now.